Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast and I'm your host Ruth Sanderson. Now in this episode I want to explore the use of archetypes. Well I want to explore one archetype very specifically. But what are archetypes? So they're a language of power and a route to know ourselves better. So why do we do what we do, respond how we do, what makes us attracted or repelled by someone or thing? So when a particular archetype is active in our life, it influences or shapes how we view the world. Now, here's the thing, we already speak them fluently and we unconsciously recognise them in others. But it's our archetype or our archetypes because we have access to more than one so it's when we're running them it's that we need to become more conscious of and learn how to use them as a powerful resource now becoming more conscious as a leader is something i help my clients with and understanding their archetypes is a significant element of this so then in this podcast i want to explore the creator archetype So the goal or purpose of the creator archetype is the creation of something new. Fairly self-explanatory, but let's look a little deeper. The gifts of this archetype or the resources uh, that are available include creativity, vision, imagination, following your vocation and identity. So authenticity. So this archetype should be at its most obvious when we're brainstorming, problem solving, um, setting the vision for our business. And it should be allowed expression so that we can create our desired reality. However, all too often it's stamped down or worse, stamped out by the processes and conditioning of life. So children, are very creative. You know, the other day I was sat on a rock on the beach when a child of about five or six claimed the rock next to me. Except it wasn't a rock. No, it was a hotel and she was inviting people to check in and the other rocks, well, rooms of course. Although some were not for these guests. Now, there was at least 15 minutes or so of fun as everybody checked in and out of their rock hotel. You know, um, children have make-believe friends um, and yep, that's who these rooms were actually reserved for. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, as adults, we can become more disapproving of this wild, vivid imagination. You know, it's fine when you're six, but not when you're 16 or 36. And it probably comes okay again when you're maybe 86, if you can remember how to do it. And that's the thing, we're encouraged to leave behind this form of creativity. 
Now, I aren't suggesting for a minute that we have imaginary friends at work. But somewhere along the way, some of us have had that creative stuffing knocked out of us. And perhaps it's time to get back in touch with this resource. Because that's what it is, a powerful resource, an antidote to stress, handling uncertainty and the route to creating more of what you do want in your life and business. So people who can easily access the creator archetype tend to have many ideas, some of which, yep, they're flights of fantasy. They have these what if moments, light bulbs, you know, they're just not too attached to any of these in the first instance. So it's only when they've dwelled upon an idea for any length of time and sort of like incubated it a lot more that attachment starts to form. So these people are very good at innovating, coming up with ideas to solve problems, both practical and impractical. You know, they just don't filter for a start. Of course, if as an individual or a business you get too creative, then you need to ensure there is enough space to make things happen. And and of course, that there is some element of market reality or demand. Um, or you can go into overload and nothing happens. So if we look at this for this archetype from a leadership perspective, then the creator allows us to come up with the vision and describe it in such a way that others buy in and want to follow. If we were to look at it from a brand perspective, then this archetype is about producing wonderful works of art. And I mean that in this loosest sense. Um, And when I say I mean in the loosest sense, I mean art in the loosest sense. So a good example would be Apple. Now, of course, if you draw upon the creator a lot, then you may find yourself shying away from boring or routine work and people who lack imagination. On the other hand, people may perceive you as eccentric or just plain weird. Now, the creator is also about vocation and identity, which means that if you're working with people who see their work as as just that, work, You may clash or just want more for them than they think is possible. Again, our conditioning can mean that we see having a vocation as a luxury or worse still, aspirational and totally unrealistic. Plus, if you meet somebody who appears to be playing at roles, then you're likely to kick off at their inauthenticity if the creator archetype in you is high or highly active. You see, a pure creator attitude would be, I have a dream and now I'm off to make it happen. So what about working with your creator archetype? Well, if you're high creator, then you should watch for the tendency to have too many ideas, not all of which are market relevant, and not be able to act on any of them. You should also watch that you're not a workaholic with just one more thing to do before you go home. If you're low in creator at the moment, then give yourself permission to have the odd daydream or flight of fantasy. Listen to your intuition and follow it a little longer. In fact, spend the first 10 minutes of every morning mentally creating the perfect day. How do you want your meetings to work out? What do you want to achieve? How do you want to feel? 
in the beginning you may begin to notice that um, it's difficult and as you practice it gets easier and easier to allow yourself to have this level of creativity or your imagination to to run riot but you also might begin to notice how more of what you dream about let your imagination come up with starts to become reality then again you may notice that between what you daydream about and what really is there is a large gap and if so this could be a sign that you're in the wrong job or you've been curbing your true identity in order to fit in so if you want to get to know your creator archetype better and work with it as a powerful and fruitful resource then it is about allowing your imagination to come out more because if you want to learn more about archetypes as a whole or being able to consciously utilize your archetypes then you know there's plenty of resources on the web you could equally go to bluepeapod.com and check out our resilient leadership program um or just contact me so at the end of the day what we need to remember is that we we've all had dreams and you know what you will still have them it's whether or not you allow yourself to let them come out and for you to follow them a little longer because sadly when we put our creator archetype sort of like in a cupboard then it tends to be that fewer and fewer of us go on to pursue our dreams and make them happen so do you know what really be one of those few follow your dreams because if you're not following your dreams then you sure as heck are following somebody else's and my provocation is who decided that theirs were more worthy than yours and so until next time